What would happen to your radio station website, your domain name, and all those social media channels if you died? Today, we talk exit strategy and protecting your digital assets. This is Better Radio Websites, the podcast for radio professionals who want to see their website generate more traffic and revenue. Each week, your host, Jim Sherwood, and his special guests give you time-tested tips and secret tricks to ensure your radio station dominates digital in your market. Here we go. Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites, the podcast that wants to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. Well, several years ago, as we were launching a radio station affiliate website, we discovered that neither the station or the station owner owned the domain name they were using. The owner, who wasn't very tech savvy at the time, knew a good friend in town that was knowledgeable, and so he hired him to do basically everything with his domain name and his email for a nominal monthly fee. Well, on learning this, I said, look, you've got to get this domain name back under either your name or the station's name. I mean, what if something happened to your friend? Oh, no, no, no. He's in good health. He's doing good. And not wanting to hurt his friend's feelings, he decided to keep things as they were. Well, fast forward five years later, you see where this is going, right? And I get the call from the station owner saying, hey, man, you were right, Jim. You told me to get the domain name, and unfortunately, my friend just unexpectedly passed away. What do I do? Well, the owner spent the next two months trying to prove to the domain registrar that he was the actual owner of the domain name and not this other guy who was no longer with us, and he was trying not to lose the website that he had spent years building a local news brand around. He had to present a death certificate, show IRS records, proving he was the station owner, the whole lot. And it took a long time for him to actually get his domain name back. Well, more recently, a similar thing happened to another client who bought a group of radio stations from a family of an owner who had passed away. The previous owner was very hands-on, so he kept everything close to the vest. And when he passed away, he also took the passwords to everything the domain registrar, and the email hosting provider included. Well, once the payments from the previous owner eventually stopped, the domain name was switched off, and the new owner's website was just gone. And the emails, they stopped coming in. So the new owner tried calling the domain registrar, asking to pay the guy's bill just to get the domain name back, but they wouldn't even let him do that. He couldn't even pay for somebody else's bill. So... There was really nothing that the new owner could do but to change domain names for his radio station and essentially start over with bringing his radio station website back from nothing. Imagine everything that needed to be changed if you went through that. I mean, the email addresses, the on-air promos, the business cards, everything that was printed that had the radio station website on it now has to be remade from scratch. Not to mention all the SEO that you build up over that time and all the traffic now that you've lost. You've got advertisers on that website who are now, you got to recoup some of that loss because now they're no longer being seen on the website. Oh, what a nightmare. Well, as I look back on these stories, I must ask myself, and I hope you do too, what would happen to my company's online assets if I unexpectedly took a trip to heaven? 
Now, I have a business partner, but really, I essentially hold the keys to everything. The server passwords, my server admins, contact information, email accounts, the newsletter, this podcast account, all the social media networks, really everything. And if my wife, children, or a business colleague couldn't at least access these accounts to at least hand them off to somebody else, they would eventually last long enough that if the payments keep coming that were made on my credit card. But... Nobody could change the ownership of them, though. And remember that the cards that I use to pay for them, well, they have expiration dates, too. So eventually, things will be starting to get cut off and breaking, just like that last story, what happened to him. So this week, I thought we would talk exit strategy for your digital assets because you want to make sure that things carry on after you leave us. And even if you're Highlander and, you know, there can be only one and you live forever, this is good information to have in case you decide to sell your radio stations at some point. It's good to have all of this stuff together. So what are your digital assets? Well, digital assets covers two broad areas, ownership and access and privacy. Now, these can take on many forms, including intellectual property. This includes your domain names, images, music, blogs, written articles, uh, podcast content, computer files, that sort of thing. Your business assets include you know, your cloud storage accounts, podcasting services, newsletter service, streaming provider, your website host. And then there are some personal assets like email accounts, chats, text, social media accounts that may be tied to the business account. And then there's financial assets like your online bank accounts, your PayPal account, that sort of thing. Now, if you want to ensure that your radio station's digital assets continue to operate or that they can be at least transferred somewhere else in your absence, then it pays to know what you can and cannot redistribute after you're gone because some of these services have certain guidelines in place that actually prevent you from transferring it to somebody else. Yeah, because really, if you think about like a service like Facebook, uh, you don't own any of the content that you put up there, your your photos and everything like that. Uh, that's not yours. Now, once you upload it to that service, it's theirs. You're just renting a space for free on that platform. All right. So again, you may want to check in with the terms and conditions of each one of all of those services that I mentioned in your digital assets to ensure that somebody else can jump in there after you're gone. Now, really, sometimes all it takes is a username and password to transfer a service. But again, jump into each one of those services, terms and conditions to ensure what can and cannot be transferred. And everything that we're talking about today is to ensure that the show goes on after you're gone. Your radio station's digital portfolio, it may contain parts of your personal life, so it helps to break the process down of this exit strategy into three simple steps. Number one, make a digital inventory. You knew this was coming. If you sit down and write a list of every application, website, online service, everything that requires a username and password, <laughs> you're going to be astonished. Probably right off the top of your head, you probably have maybe 20, 30 accounts that you have to write down. Now, go into your browser's password settings to see how many passwords that your browser has saved. It's going to knock your socks off. Now, there are all kinds of essential information out there locked behind virtual doors, and your heirs or executor won't have the keys to unless you leave them behind. And not only passwords, more and more services require two-factor authentication synced with your cell phone or email service now. So what if that cell phone is gone and nobody can access your email account? So you want to write down all of your digital assets, including every username and every password. 
if they were to click on forgot password, let's say you updated your password a few weeks before you left us. Well, it doesn't match the records that you left. And they were to click on the password reset link. What email would that link go to? So you want to also write down that information as well. If you have personal contacts at any of these locations, be sure to include their information as well. And also include which services require two-factor authentication with a cell phone or an email address to access that account. Include which phone number that that, that uh, will go to and which email address is going to be emailed. All of that is going to, should be a part of that digital inventory list so that you, nobody is guessing because you're not going to be around to ask, what do you mean by this? All right, that process is going to take some time and, but it's going to be essential to ensure that your radio station's online assets and presence will continue unaffected after you're gone. And you may want to consider like renewing domains and other things for many years in advance. Uh, you can renew most domains for up to 10 years at a time now. So if you become sick or temporarily unable to manage your domains during that time, this gives you and your loved ones plenty of time to renew or transfer the domains at any time during that time. And renewing in advance, it does cost a little bit of money, but if you do the math, it's actually more cost-effective than renewing year after year. All right, number two, write out a digital will or estate plan. You can choose who you'd like to take over your digital assets whenever you pass away. It could be an individual or an organization or both. If you're a sole proprietor in your radio station, and then your business assets are really indistinguishable from you and will be distributed according to your will. Now, if your station is an LLC, well, then it's gonna you're going to start getting into some legalistic stuff because then your digital assets may go to your business partners or shareholders. Just make sure that you know the regulations in your state, especially if an asset involves inheritance tax because that's a whole other thing. All right, number three, name a digital executor. If you write down all of your passwords and provide a way for a loved one or a manager at the radio station to obtain access to your digital assets, then going through the process of assigning an actual digital executor, it may not be required. You have somebody that you trust, uh, like your wife or your business partner or something like that, and then everything is covered. However, if you don't feel comfortable writing everything down, but you're still serious about protecting your digital assets, then nominating a digital executor really is the way to go. Your nominee will require a death certificate, a grant of probate, and the executor's ID to gain access into your accounts. This gives them a legal position to ensure that your assets continue after you're gone. Now, some of the tasks that may be bestowed on a digital executor may include you know, managing your files, photos, videos, podcasts, and other assets that you've created on the web, taking control of your phone data and transferring the photos and voice messages and text over to nominated beneficiaries, maintaining your radio station's online presence, which may involve, you know, taking care of that web hosting and the SSL and the domains and uh, ensuring all of that stuff is paid, collecting and transferring online money to your beneficiaries and informing social media, online communities, digital friends, and other folks in the business community of your untimely passing. Now, just remember, if you don't leave passwords behind for this person, it's going to be substantially more work for them to gain access to your accounts. Yeah, they'll have the legal position to do that because they're going to have the death certificate and grant of probate and their ID and everything like that. But the process could take weeks 
for them to actually submit all of this paperwork into a service provider to actually prove who they are and your wishes on them. All right. So really leave behind all of your passwords and everything like that. Make that digital inventory that we mentioned in step one and ensure that that is in a place that can be passed down to them. If you have a traditional will right now, but you didn't include your online passwords or name a digital executor, then you can uh, do so by contacting your lawyer or legal service. Now, in my research for this, I noticed that some state laws are in flux when it comes to digital assets. Just make sure that your estate plan and your digital will are consistent with your state's law. That is very, very important. So, wrapping up. Yes, I know it's a little bit dark today, but... It's really to protect your radio station's digital assets. I mean, we all don't like to think about the inevitable future that we're all faced with, but it's a reality. And it's why people buy insurance and they create wills. Don't overlook your radio station's digital assets when you do this, because if you hold the keys to everything, then once you're gone, that's going to be a nightmare for the folks that you leave behind or the owner that takes over your radio station or whatever. Those assets could vanish along with you. So plan now and communicate your plan to your family, your station team, and your trusted advisors. All right. It's all about protecting the great thing that you built here uh, once you're gone. Let's bring sunshine back. It's a new day. All right. I hope this information helps you. If it does, please reach out to us. And if you need help with your radio station website, we're here for you in that as well. Reach out to us at skyrocketradio.com. Have an awesome week online, making your radio station website better. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Inspired by today's episode? Be sure you are subscribed and share this episode with a friend. Visit skyrocketradio.com forward slash podcasts for more episodes as well as show notes for this episode. Need help starting or making your station website better? Visit skyrocketradio.com.